This is the Golden V Podcast. The Golden V Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's season three, episode two of the Golden View Podcast, and this is my little intro preamble for a show recorded yesterday, September 19th, with Nile O'Donoghue from Seas Plus Baseball, wrapping up the 2023 Canadian season where they won the Northwest League Championship. Hey everyone, welcome back. It is the second episode of season three of the Golden View Podcast, and we're doing a Facebook live stream, and I'm going to port the audio over to our podcast platform, but we're here to wrap up the 2023 uh, Vancouver Canadian season, and if you know my podcast, uh, you or this podcast, you know that we've had Niall O'Donoghue from Seas Plus Baseball uh, featured before. Niall also works for the Canadians themselves as their in-game PA announcer. And so I'm going to flip this around so you guys can see now. And uh, Niall, how are you? I know we were chatting off the air about yeah. the outcome of the series. So why don't you share a little bit more about that? Because I, I got the impression from you just over some texts that you thought the Everett team was pretty much loaded. So you didn't think the Canadians were going to win. Uh, yeah, I, I, I hate to admit that publicly, but yeah, I was, I was not too sure. Uh, you know, a couple of factors came into play. Uh, Vancouver really slumped down the stretch, uh, they did, basically right. from, from the mid August point, uh, they were having, they were having a tough time and Everett was, um, they just came on like a house on fire. Um, right. And you know, the fact that Everett had their top three uh, rated prospects on the roster and Harry Ford, uh, Gabriel Gonzalez and uh, right. Cole Young, uh, I thought, and that ballpark, especially in Everett, that's a home run haven. And I've always called it uh, the Fenway Park of the Northwest League, just with all the funky dimensions. It's a real bandbox of a place, very unique ballpark to say the least. Um, I Vancouver was, was I struggling didn't get a chance. Down yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Because I, I was going to say, yeah. well, we should down the tell stretch, people that, yeah, turn it on. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say, I have some tidbits about that and I could pull it up, but it's actually called Funko Field in Everett. That's right. And I had researched it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but Funko Field in Everett is where the Everett Aquasocks play. Um, yeah, and just from, off I 5. You, you can see it if you, yeah. you know, if you know where to look, you can see it off I 5. Right. So, yeah, that's right. Like the Seattle Mariners have their AAA team, the Tacoma Rainiers. The Mariners themselves, obviously, in Seattle, and the and the Everett Aquasocks, and I didn't make it down to Everett this year. I will try to go next year, maybe uh, to Funko Field. But let's get back to that series because I was going to share this while we we're chatting too. Because um, I took over from you, and I ended up sticking with it and talking to jerry and everybody from batter's box about right. writing for batter's box which i think is pretty cool because i did the one day summary for batter's box and we'll sort of show how this relates to um the the uh, canadian season because batter's box a lot of people write for it and you and i were doing minor league summaries including um some of the uh or 
not some of the, but weekly, um, weekly updates on all the minor league teams. So we have quite a bit to talk about because I picked that up uh, from you in June for one day a week and you were still doing some other summaries. So let's talk a little bit about batter's box because it relates to the Canadian season, right? That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, we, we talk about the Blue Jays in depth, uh, but definitely I think our minor league coverage is, is kind of our bread and butter. Uh, Jared McDonald, who has really been a day one contributor on the website. Um, the site was originally, I guess, based on the brainchild of Kent Williams, who um, right. I think he, he's, he still lurks around in the background, but uh, he's, he's more hands off with it now. Um, you know, I joined, I officially joined the roster, the batter's box roster, so to speak, in, in right. 2007. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's been for quite a while. It's just a place. Yeah. It's a place where we like to, you know, keep tabs on the minor league prospects in the Toronto Blue Jays system. And um, hopefully people uh, get good information out of it. Uh, Jerry McDonald's very well connected. He has his sources uh, with right. the Blue Jays organization. So, uh, yeah, it's something uh, we've been doing all season, and uh, eventually we'll get together and uh, uh, write up the top 30 uh, countdown of Blue Jays prospects for uh, the 2023 season. So that'll be coming up uh, sometime during the offseason. I'm not sure when yet, but right. it will be sometime right. during the offseason. So, yeah, okay. it's just just something else I, that keeps me uh, busy during the baseball season. Yeah, and I wanted to plug Jerry and the site, and I've talked to Jerry um, and I took over that one weekly update from you, which has been a blast for me. Uh, it's given me a lot of good information. I've had to dive in and do research on weekly games and players. And I wanted to share that on a podcast because I wanted to give Jerry a shout out. I've actually emailed Jerry to see if he wants to come on and be a guest in the next few weeks. Um, and then also just to kind of round out where I've been getting all my info from, right? Like in terms of, um, you know, like how, how did I have all this in-depth stuff about, uh, the seas and the season. And I picked it up in June and then I stopped uh, podcasting, right? Sort of in June, right. June, I take a summer break, but let's get back to the series and I'll uh, share the uh, Canadians website because I saw the first game. I saw the score and it was three, nothing. And then I, um, and then I saw the summary that I wrote for batter's box last uh, Thursday morning, the Canadians got pounded 10, nothing. Yeah, that's that was the big fear. Uh, I think uh, we had it was that Everett offense. Uh, when was it right. going to explode? And that game, it, it definitely did. But game yeah. one, a tremendous effort by Adam Mako, uh, basically Vancouver's own. I mean, he, he was born yeah. born in Slovakia. Was actually uh, uh, spent some time in Ireland before moving to Stony Plain, Alberta, and yeah. uh, was drafted by the Mariners. So what a way for him to. Uh, and his season. I mean, he had a tough first part of the season, but uh, yeah. the last month or so, he was easily uh, the most consistent starter uh, down awesome. the stretch. And he, yeah, five shutout innings. Yeah, he walked five, but he only gave him one hit. So he did a great job to uh, keep that Everett offense at bay, and especially in that right. ballpark. Uh, I think that was an amazing effort by Adam Mako. And, uh, you know, just a. Just yeah, tremendous. it was. It was. I mean, Mako's history is interesting because he came from the Mariners system to the Jays system, uh, given his background. Um, and I think you and I talked about it maybe once before. And I got to know Mako a lot better after writing all those updates and reading about what he was doing as a pitcher, right? And so then it was a case of um, following his season um, and seeing in that deal, um, you know, what what he turns into, right? Um, 
because that was the deal last year they made in the off season. And wasn't that the deal where um, it was the Tay Oscar to the Mariners and um, the Jays picked up uh, shoot uh, Swanson, right? Uh, Eric Swanson, Eric Swanson. That's, that's right. what I yeah, thought. So Adam that's Michael what I was, thought. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And okay. uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a deal that's worked out really well for both sides. To right. Oscar Hernandez really sparking the Mariners offense. Yeah, he did. I know he had he a did. tough start to the year, but uh, he's really turned it on. And uh, Eric Swanson's been a key member of the Blue Jays bullpen all year. And Adam Mako uh, really showing what he was about, especially down the stretch. And uh, again, a, a gutsy playoff performance. Uh, not easy to pitch that Everett lineup, but he got the job done. And really uh, getting that split was huge in Everett. Absolutely huge. And made the Canadians' job a little bit easier in trying to win the uh, Northwest League uh, Championship. Yeah, I was just going to pull something up here on him uh, and share it so people could see. I know it's hard for if you listen to the podcast because you can't see stuff on Adam. But I thought the whole Adam Mackle angle was interesting, and you mentioned it to me uh, back at the beginning of the year when, when we did the podcast, and then I um, had bought baseball uh, prospectus for this year, so I looked him up. Uh, to find out some of his sort of stats, right? But let's not get right. too bogged down in just talking about Adam. But moving on then, you come back to Vancouver for um, for the third game. That's right. Which then, give us a quick recap on that one. That, that was a Canadian. I have to say that was the most nerve-wracking game I have ever seen at the NAP. The only comparison <laughs> I have, honestly, I don't think, yeah. my, I don't think my heart – rate came down until probably oh, the next day. That's not an exaggeration. I was no, I'm sure it's my, not. No, I'm sure it's oh not. My God. It was absolutely intense. Uh, the only other game that was probably as close to that was game two of the Northwest League final uh, yeah. in 2013 it was okay. uh, against the Boise Hawks. Same kind of deal. It was just, it was such a close game. Uh, it was a game the Canadians desperately had to win. They were down one nothing in the best of three series back then. Uh, games two and three were at the net. They won that right. uh, game two on the Sunday afternoon. Right. Um, it, it was just uh, just a nail biter. And then uh, Tom Robson uh, was able to, uh, you know, there's a blast from the past for you. Tom Robson uh, from Ladner, BC, uh, the winning pitcher in game three. And uh, that was the very first championship I got to see live. I was very fortunate to be in the house right. for that. Uh, and 2017, also fortunate to uh be at the nap for that as well and then uh, 2023 uh, instead of being in the stands being in the press box to uh, witness all that but as far as getting back to game three of this series a yeah. one nothing game uh the only run came in the sixth inning uh, it was right. uh, gabby martinez driving one off the wall in left field and uh, ryan mccarty yeah. was able to score all the way from second base that turned out to be the only run of the ball game um i mean there were times Everett really could have busted the game wide open. I believe they had five base runners on in the first uh, two right. innings. Hunter Gregory was pulled off a Houdini act, able to get out of uh, a couple of dicey situations. Uh, right. Then there was a, another play. Uh, the Canadians uh, weren't able to convert a double play. But again, uh, you know, Ian Churchill was clutch and relief. Uh, also, um, Connor Larkin nailing it down for the save. And shout out to Connor Larkin. Uh, a fellow part Irishman like myself, uh, his mom being nice. born in Ireland. So uh, I have to get, and uh, Ryan Boyer. I, I mean, right. that bullpen was tremendous. Ryan Boyer, especially, uh, he was able to, uh, you know, come up with a couple of big outs to get out of the, out of another dicey situation in the middle innings. The pitching was absolutely tremendous. And then the Canadians, uh, game four, 
really busted out an offense. I mean, it was yeah, that's what it was I was great to see. Yeah, I was going to yeah, ask you about that. It was great to see. So yeah, um, it ended with a championship pennant, right? And I guess the the things now to discuss. We got a few more minutes. Is what happens sure. now? Because I, I like, I think we have to with all the batters walk work I've done this year and you've done this year and learning about all the players and prospects, what happens for the rest of these guys? Because the double A team, New Hampshire Fisher cats, I don't think make the playoffs. No, they don't. Uh, Buffalo, I believe has one week to go in their season. Their playoff hopes are hanging by a thread. Yeah. It was a tough year uh, for uh, folks in Manchester and uh, New Hampshire, but, um, but I, I'm sure I'm sure New Hampshire's going to have a very good team. The Golden Beat Podcast year. is a Vancouver Canada-based podcast Vancouver. talking uh, Vancouver some of them sports. Will be going we talk you know, about hockey, football, workouts, baseball, uh, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver Canada area. I don't think it's been made official yet. I'm sure Ricky Tiedemann will be among them. I believe Desan Brown will be one of them. Yeah, from uh, Oakville, Ontario. So it looks like he'll be going as well. I think they're just kind of getting all that finalized. But there's going to be a lot of uh, Vancouver Canadians connections uh, to uh, from this season. All with the, the Arizona ball. Yeah, yeah. But okay, you know, just just to talk about Game Four a little bit. Yeah, um, please do. Um, Garrett Spain and Jeff Whaler. They, those are the guys that really got the rallies kickstarted in Game Four. And uh, Garrett Spain, what a tremendous year he had. Uh, he did. You know. He probably had, he was really, he had the biggest hit really of the season. I think uh, getting that uh, grand slam home run in Everett, uh, they were fighting it out with a Spokane for the first half pennant. Uh, and me. that really got them kickstarted to winning the first half pennant. Um, and uh, I actually, I was actually kind of in Everett at the time. I was coming back from Ireland, following the game uh, on the internet, on the train. And uh, nice. Um, you know, just, yeah, they were down 5-4 for the longest time, and uh, the internet connection wasn't the greatest, but right. uh, when it finally kicked in, and then I saw they had won 8-5, to five, I mean, that was uh, that was awesome. But getting back to Garrett Spain, tremendous year for him. I mean, he really did it all. Just clutch hits, uh, right. tremendous outfield play, probably the best throwing arm I've ever seen in right field. Uh I, I thought Griffin Conine had a good arm when he was here. Carlos Ramirez, there's a couple of names uh, uh, from the past for you there so, uh, during the Blue Jays days. Uh, yeah. Uh, early on. But Garrett Spain, I mean, just a tremendous, you know, he and, you know, came up big defensively too, uh, helped throw out a runner at the plate. Uh, Jeff yeah. Whaler, he kick started a couple of big rallies. Uh, yeah. You know, he, he was a free agent signing. Uh, he used to play at the uh, University of Pittsburgh. That was at Youngstown, Ohio. He was playing uh, independent ball in Staten Island. So, um, and Nick Goodwin. I mean, he was a, he just joined the team uh, last series of the year. Uh, yeah. Hit actually the only Vancouver home run of the entire playoff series. It was really the uh, you know the cherry on top of getting his first Northwest League home run to make it a ten-two game. And uh, you know he's a seventh round pick out of Kansas State. And I think we might see him back here next year. So. Uh, you know, it's just amazing how, you know, they were able to pull together at the very last minute. There were a lot of, lot of player changes. They lost a lot of players in New Hampshire. That's uh, what I was Devontae thinking. Brown, he, yeah, he was a spark plug for that team. Uh, Devontae Brown, you know, it was sad to see him go out. I mean, it's good for him, obviously, but, yeah, you know, not for great for the Canadians. You know, and I think I think that was probably a bigger loss to the lineup than, than maybe uh, first feared. But, uh, you know, but the Canadians got together. 
when it counted, I mean, and again, as I'll say it again, that was a very good Everett team they beat. So, uh, you know, hats off to them and hats off to Brent LaValle. I mean, uh, if he's not managing elsewhere up the uh, Blue Jays uh, farm system next year, there should be an investigation. He's the man who held it all together, uh, you know, from North Delta, BC, you know, That's uh, former Delta Blue Jay, LSU Shreveport, uh, yeah. very distinguished playing and managing career. He did an outstanding job. And honestly, if he isn't the manager of the year in the Northwest League, there should be an investigation. I mean, well, just, I, well, that was my question. That was my question now, because uh, we've got a couple more minutes. Was sure. just that like trying to think where all these guys are going to end up next year. Next year, and we know we're in a high A uh, team that we're following, you know. And so there's hopefully, and people think it's sad, but the real, the reality of the game is, you want these guys to progress, uh, Brent included. So Absolutely. I'd be interested to see where he ends up within the Toronto Blue Jays organization, or if he leaves to go to another organization but gets a promotion in terms of where he goes. Uh, you know, you think back to John Schneider winning his uh, title to the with the Canadians, right? And then and now he's the Blue Jays manager. I'm not saying that's going to happen for Brent, but it would be nice to see progress. I was looking at some of my other posts, trying to figure out uh, who has moved on from the season and where they're where where they're going to end up. Looking at the Fisher Cats, there was Rainer Nunez, there was Devontae Brown, there was Chad Dallas, uh, there was guys like even from last year, I guess Addison Barger. Uh, or Elvis Martinez. I'm just looking back at some of my other summaries and breakdowns. Um, when you think about who started the season with us and where they ended up. Uh, so if things look yeah. positive, both for the Canadians and for the Blue Jays in the future, especially the Blue Jays, because we want to see these guys progress, right? Like we want to see yeah. them move up, the, move up the ladder and see what effect it has on the Blue Jays lineup for next season, uh, who departs as a free agent, what happens for the Blue Jays to end this season, whether they make the playoffs or not, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's going to be – it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes down when you get to 2024. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be a good number of players that will return to begin the year in New Hampshire or in Vancouver and then uh, make yeah. their way to New Hampshire. Uh, That's what you certainly hope. had a lot of returnees to begin the year in 2023, but yeah. as you mentioned, guys like Chad Dallas, TJ Brock, Mason Fluharty. Yeah. Uh, Michael Tricconi, Alan Roden. I yeah, mean, I was going to say those two. Alan Roden and Michael Tricconi, just two powerhouses offensively, especially Alan Roden. Um, yeah. I'm and, and he did just as well in New Hampshire. So uh, maybe Alan Roden, you, you never know. Maybe he might be uh, perhaps the next David Schneider to, you know, be in Vancouver one year and then with the big yeah. club the next. Uh, so, you know, it's just. Uh, yeah, it's important it's to keep, keep those things in mind, right? Because yeah. people forget that what the purpose of high A is, I think, and yeah. what the purpose of Canadians uh, baseball is, as much as we love it, is you want to see that progression uh, within the organization. But that's all I have for you today. So thanks for joining in. And I oh, got to get this get this up on the uh, podcast uh, Buzzsprout page soon. And we'll talk to everyone later. So there you have it, folks. That's season three, episode two of the Golden View Podcast with Niall O'Donoghue from C's Plus Baseball. I still have a couple more posts to write for battersbox.ca this week and next week. And that will conclude my baseball writing uh, and podcasting work really for the year uh, with the um, end of the the Canadian season. I'm sure I'll get a chance to tune in 
uh, and watch the MLB playoffs and the Blue Jays. And we'll see if Cam Eaton gets into some action. This is the Golden V Podcast. Golden Bee Podcast is a Vancouver, Canada-based podcast talking Vancouver sports. We talk about hockey, football, baseball, soccer, and other sports, including the Canucks, Lions, Vancouver Whitecaps, Canadians, and any other relevant sports news in the Vancouver, Canada area.